You are listening to Vintage House on WNUR with DJ Lori Branch, Kevin Mega McFall, and Lauren Lowry. Permission to play, play. Uh, we each, all, all the members of Tennessee own rights, but I don't know publishing rights, and we have permission to play. We are hereby granted the rights to right. play this Sony song. Sony ATV on this show. administers publishing, but I'm the rightful heir to it, and all the rights revert back to me, I think, when I turn like uh, 93 or something. There you have it. So we're playing these songs as part of the phenomena that is Ten City. Early- I, I get all rights back, all rights back in ten years. And and so in the eighties, right? We uh, introduced Ten City to the world. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit of how the group was formed and what was the inspiration behind? That super incredible vocal, magical, whimsical song. Uh, well, the first song is Ten City was Devotion. And the song was actually, uh, I was actually singing a ballad one day. And Marshall Jefferson said, that's it. That's, that's your first song. Because um, I had went out to New York with Marshall. Uh, Move Your Body. People don't understand. Move Your Body. It was big here in Chicago, but in New York, that song was all over like R&B radio, pop radio, and regular rotation. And we went out there. Marshall literally had 10 shows. He performed at a spot called the Paradise Garage, and it had to have been about 5,000 people. Uh, the first night, Friday nights, were a mixed crowd, and then Saturday night was all all, all gay night, and he performed both nights. And it literally felt like when we were on the on the floor of the club, because the floor the club was on the second floor, the floor was bouncing, bouncing. up. Yep. I was literally like like trying to like like you were on the boat, the floor was rocking like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And to see that, and I told Marshall, um, I just went out there, I was helping carry bags for them. Like I was humble, and then they were like, oh, you I had a song called Can't Stay Away. They were like, oh, you can come out and be the opening act and sing Can't Stay Away. And I had another song just a little bit. So I sung those. And um, and I told Marshall, I said, man, this record's huge. We can get a major deal. And he was like, no, nah, no major label going to sign us. I said, dude, we can get a major deal. And uh, called Atlantic Records. And they were like, man, come on in. Went to several, And Atlantic was like, told me, they said, he said, I like Can't Stay Away. I, I love Just a Little Bit. He said, your next record, we're going to put it out in Atlantic. And I'm so thankful that uh, to Marshall. And I asked one of my friends, Dwayne Buford, to come down too because um, Dwayne had a group called Jesse's Gang along with Jesse Saunders. But Dwayne was a musician and instrumental part of that. And Dwayne always kept me around him when they would be in the studio working on their first albums and when they were all 
A lot of people don't know this. One of the first sample tracks was did by Dwayne, and he taught me so much about production. And he's one of the unheralded people in house music. And I know we're talking about Ten City, but this guy also is uh, instrumental in the industrial rock because he was a part of the group Ministry. Ministry. And I, so I learned a lot of my music production from him. And he took me under. He took me under his wing like absolutely. I was his brother, like from day one. And and so, but but so between him and Marshall. And then Ray Barney, who owned Barney's Record Shop, who gave me my first job as a kid. I worked at Barney's Record Shop. I said I came back home from New York. I said, Ray, Atlantic Records said they want to sign me. And he said, well, what do you need? I said, I need to get in the studio. And he said, well, okay, just let me know. And I didn't really take it serious. And then about I had been home from two weeks from New York, and Merlin Bob from Atlantic called me, and he said, you did my record yet? And I was like, oh, he's serious. I called Ray. And always serious. Yeah. <laughs> so we went We went in the studio like uh, two days after that, and we cut the record Devotion. And um, and they picked it up. And I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, always Gers- that. Gershon's going to laugh when I say this, because he always keeps trying to tell me I'm 6'1", but I'm 6'3". I'm and, and you know, at that time I was like six three, two thirty five, somewhere. We're looking there. for that validation, Gershon. Nah, he know I'm taller than him though. So if I'm if I'm six one, that means he five eleven. So that's all right. But it's cool. Um, so so you you had I had, I had a deal on the table. The deal and, and I'm I'm being honest because now I can I can speak honestly. I've lived my life. I'm fifty some years old i'm not 70 something but i'm 50 something and i wasn't comfortable in my own skin you know really uh, no i was not and so i didn't see myself as a solo artist because you had michael jackson and i didn't think i was michael jackson you had prince i didn't think i was prince you know and they were different sort of i was a big guy you know these were little bitty guys and i could do splits and stuff back then but you know i probably would have really hit some higher notes but, you know <laughs> so- but I didn't feel comfortable with my own skin, so I thought I thought putting a group together would be more interesting ah, than okay. me. And so I I decided to put the group together. Yes. And Marshall Jefferson would never admit this if if he was here. He was like, no, he was mad at me because he was like, why are you gonna bring some more people in and we gotta split this and that up? D- Dwayne's got a, a perspective on this. Come on over to the mic, Dwayne. Do you remember when we when we wrote that song? Serious love. Yes, sir. We were in my basement. We wrote an re- amazing song. And I went out to L.A. and I had a meeting with uh, Jeff Foreman. Mm-hmm. Who well, was I, uh, M. Toomey's brother. Yeah. Yeah. But I left the uh, tape with Craig Costage, who was head of dance department at Warner Brothers. They were going to do this big compilation. And I left it with him. I called him. I went back to Chicago. I called him and said, did you listen to that tape? He goes, no, I'll, I'll listen to it and I'll call you next week. I lied to you and I, he called me in 15 minutes. <laughs> right after song, hearing it. Right after hearing it. And they wanted Daryl Pandy to do it. And I was like, yeah. well, what about the singer that's singing it now? That's Byron Stingley. And Byron wasn't signed yet. But he kept pushing Daryl. So I called Byron. I said, look, we don't have to do this. You know, we know we got a great song. Byron said, you know, I'm going to make some money off of it. So, you know, let's let it you know, go the way it's going to go. You know? 
But, uh, and then about maybe three, four months later, he was signed. <laughs> that was record. That was a record signing, right? That that doesn't happen that often. Yeah, it didn't happen that. And, um, I mean, there were only, like, they had signed, uh, Jesse's gang had signed to Geffen, and, but then they didn't do house. They kind of did pop. And then Vince, uh, signed uh, Bang Orchestra and then they did something like a little alternative style music but the first group to really sign to a major label that did an album was uh, JM Silk actually and um, and so one thing that I wanted to do when we did is to make our first album a house album and so I do think that 10 City was one of the first was probably the first group to uh, do a predominantly house album and it went gold in South Africa it went gold in um, in England it, you know and we we had like top 10 pop records and stuff like that off that album all over the world and we just did a concert and uh, with a live full band in South Africa this summer and people knew every word to every song off that first album and it came out 30 years ago and people came up to me and they were crying after the show and they were telling me what that song meant to them, what that album meant to them when they were going through apartheid and how that was their celebration music, that that album and what that meant. And I had no idea. And like, so I felt like not just us, but house music uh, has really given some people some great memories uh, in countries all over the world. And I'm, I'm so thankful because I was in a group I used to run around in a group like, you know, with lace over one eye and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I'm going to lead out along right now. The costume. And so yeah. I, I'm going to save you from that because yeah, you, brought some, you. You, brought, you. you brought some amazing uh, gifts for I told you I was your, your 235. <laughs> with the lace front. Yeah. And we're not talking about weed, y'all. Founders Plus Real Estate is a proud sponsor a vintage house. Finders Plus, real estate advisors for professionals. Visit us at findersplus.com. DJs are rock stars, man. She can't come stand in why she can't stand in the booth with you, man. So there's a that's a whole nother show, Byron. I mean Clearly, we know that there are some DJs who just get in the zone, and that, that zone more important than your woman at the time, man. Come on, man. No, no, you were describing randoms. I think <laughs> you you weren't describing the the woman, uh-huh. like your bae, right? So your bae um, there, you you like? No, well, I gotta get this one and two. I gotta get this blend right. Hold no, up. no, no. I'm not. You gotta going get to, out the room. I'm, I'm not working gonna on my defend the behavior. I'm just. Providing a psychological perspective on, you know, this is philosophical group. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. I'm I, I, there's no facts. It's just all philosophy here. Um, <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> we are. Now, if I was that kind of guy back in the day, like all my friends were DJs and they girls would always be walking off sad. And I would be like, what's wrong? He brought me here. He act like he don't even know. Oh, for real? Now, I'm just saying if I was that kind of. Yeah, you know. Anyhow, I'm gonna leave that alone too. But, but no, now they have this song to play. 
Right, right. Right? This is the song that they play when they're in that space. Okay, okay. DJ Immaculate, Carla Prather, Byron Stingley. Absolutely. I should not have fallen in love with a DJ. Fire, pure fire. Okay. So clearly you're not out of this game. You are uh, in full effect. Tell, tell us about the ebbs and flows of Byron Stingley and, and Ten City. Well, um, I'm not I'm not out of the game, but music business has always been a young person's game. But I admire the people like uh, Gladys Knight, the Mick Jaggers, and the people who Patti LaBelle's who uh, groups like Frankie Beverly and Mays. And uh, I'm thankful. I see like uh, groups like even in disco, Tramps, Evelyn, Champagne King, and Chic. I've done shows with Sister Sledge and and uh, Tavares over and I just want to have a career like I don't like before like uh, all I did was music and I a lot, know a lot of people don't know this but maybe about 15 years ago I lost my voice completely uh, and I went into education so I'm a school principal during the day and uh, I go out on the weekends maybe once or twice a month I fly out on a Friday night go do a show somewhere in England Italy somewhere and I'm back home in bed Sunday night back in front of the office but in the summertime uh, I go out and do festivals. I went out with a full band this summer. We hit uh, nice. We hit places like uh, Portugal. I said South Africa. We did uh, Southport, uh, England, a big festival with like twenty five thousand people there. And the band, uh, you know, one of the things that I didn't like about uh, like a lot of dance music acts get labeled track acts. And I grew up in, I actually came up in bands where we played, and I'm not trying to, but we play instruments. But when the club say, hey, I just want you to come and throw your CD on and sing to the CD. And I'm like, well, I want to bring my full band. I want to bring the string players that played on Devotion. they like, they're not trying to pay for that. And so just now, though, with the rebirth of music and people actually in Europe want to hear that real music to, to have a chance to go out and do that this summer, it was just that's still one of the greatest feelings ever, you know. And education gives me purpose as well because I'm helping young people. But Absolutely. I s- still enjoy to step out uh, on a stage and to see people get emotional about songs that uh, we did 30 years ago. Like uh, one of my greatest thrills this weekend was the All-Star Weekend, and they played my buddy Marshall Jefferson's song to kick off the game. They played Move Your Body. And that was an ode to I, Chicago house. And I was just, I was like, wow, man. That montage was spectacular. To see I, our music getting that kind it. of appreciation. And, and then to see the Chosen Few, yeah. to see the Millennium Park thing where there's <coughs> 25,000, 30 people, 30,000 people. And they actually play live. And uh, they did elements of uh, life. But I would actually, uh, and I'm going to put this out there. I actually would want to see uh, them bring Ten City to the Millennium uh, Park and give us the same budget that they gave uh, Elements of Life and so that I could bring strings and horns and, and put on that same kind of show and, and get the same type of respect in my own Shout hometown. Like I said, I don't have, I'm going to say what's on my mind. I don't, I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to be politically correct. Arts, you heard it here on Vintage House, you know, Ten City. It's just how we treat each other in Chicago. I had somebody festival. call me this week. And asked me to come and do a couple songs at that nightclub for $200. I go to Europe and I get paid 
I don't want to say what I, but I get paid like stupid money. <laughs> you you, you don't you need ask to disclose. Me that, but you bring no somebody from but... somewhere else, and you pay for their flight, hotel, and you was gonna get them twenty times what you gave want to offer me. That's ridiculous to me. And I've done favors for people, but we got to start treating each other like can, what our value and worth is. Can, can you talk about your representation? Do you have someone negotiating for you, or are you out? front yourself i mean when the band Ten have, city have, was in I place have agents Doc. and things like that in europe but in america the the really the big venues and things like that are few and far in between sure so i mean like if it's somebody who i've done shows with like i got i got certain people i've done shows with out in new jersey for years if somebody call me hey it's my that's the relationship right? yeah, yeah and and i'm i'm never i don't care if i had a record that was whatever I'm still going to value my relationships with people because it's no different than when I work even at my school. I have parents that, like, do things for me, and I do. And people are like, wow, that parent, because you don't know, like, the relationship that we built and the things like when they might not have this, it might have been this, and but then they came and looked at, here's a peach cobbler, whatever, you know, you know. So talk, talk about uh, what you think would be different if you didn't have – uh, some of those relationships, and again, in the past, you had um, Doc that worked yeah. on your behalf, on behalf of the group. He took wow. care of Doc some took of care those, everything. Yeah, logistics for you, and and so the difference now that you're experiencing without that representation. But a, a lot, it's it's good to have a buffer. But a lot of yeah. people don't know, like this. Doc was a. And may he rest in peace. Doc was incredible, but Doc was a mouthpiece. A lot of people don't know this, but the original Ten City deal, I told you, I went out there and got that. I negotiated that deal uh, with Atlantic. Maybe I'm to blame for that, but we had, I owned all the It was a learning experience. Yeah. No, I was mentored, though. I had Ray Barney to mentor me. I yes. had Dwayne Buford. I watched Jesse's gang do their deal. I watched Vince do their deal. I was sitting there in the law office. Uh, I went to college. I, I studied music. And so I owned all the rights to my publishing all these years. I still own the rights to Ten City Publishing, and uh, I've negotiated some very good deals to the fact to the point that some labels were like like mad. I, I play stupid, but uh, some labels were mad. Like how this guy know all these things? But I got I, our business was always done in, in a was, very good way. And so I and I certainly didn't um, intend to. No, I, you didn't. Dislike, I didn't take it like but, that. But from a uh, performance standpoint you you know cited the fact that some people wanted to undervalue oh yeah um, your performance contracts which are obviously and it's up, it's up to me it's up to me whether or not i want to ex accept that but yeah. i just say it's it's more but i guess when you're in your hometown but you know anyhow and so we'll get uh we'll get back to some more um insights in the business uh that help put tin city uh on top but we have some additional artists in the studio. Absolutely. Gershon Jackson. Yeah, so um, Mike Weiss at Nervous actually um, reached out. He was like, hey, man, 25th anniversary. Um, I really want you to do a, uh, do something for the label, but he wanted something more tracking. And so I said, man, send me the nightlife vocals and let me let me do my thing. I think, you know, I thought it would be something more soulful that would work. And uh, came back with this, um, and you know the, the sad ir irony in that is, like maybe not even two weeks after I finished the mixes, 
because it was an entire vocal. It's, there's about six different mixes. It's a very nice package. You come out this year. The, the Omni House. Uh, the House of Omni. It's, it's House five. of Omni is what we're listening to now. Yes, but it's an entire remix package. So um, I, I did like five, six different remixes. So it'll be out this year. But ironically, not even a week and a half after I finished was when she passed me the transition. So, so made it bittersweet. Um, Indeed. You know, so. Much love and respect uh, to our sister Kim English, yeah. and um, this certainly sure. memorializes her in a magnificent way. For sure, for sure, for sure. So we are going to keep our energy up, though, and um, her vocals obviously do uh, a lot to keep us elevated. Absolutely. And we'll get back to some other releases with Gershon Jackson, conversation with Byron Stingley, and in studio joining us, Mr. Dave Riske. tuned in to the vintage house show on wnur fm 89.3 in evanston chicago nhd1 and your host mega is in studio with the incomparable byron stingley 10 cities own gershon jackson dave risque the vintage house family and we just had Dwayne Buford in studio, but he had to book. He's probably headed to his own studio to get get <laughs> yeah, some work like, in. And he a lot of film scores and stuff like that now. He he's still For a um, lot of independent films and different things like that. Taking it to the next level, and um, we are appreciative of all of you coming out on a February night. You know, the tough part about having a birthday in February is getting people out to celebrate with you and so i'm very appreciative of that of our media director chloe and our super duper producer lauren lowry we are uh, a part of the dance music research and archiving foundation they power this show and it is the only archive in the u.s that focuses on the preservation of dance music and so we appreciate uh, that effort and want to ensure that anyone who wants to research 
the genre of house music knows that they have a great resource in the Dance Music Research and Archiving Foundation, which can be found at dancemusicfound.org. And, of course, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Megamix86. Yes, I have a little bit of um, DJ lore and history as well. So thanks to all those supporters who uh, know and follow that. But we want to hear a little bit more about the story that um, is Tin City. Uh, Really, for those who don't even know what was the basis of the name Ten City? Uh, I'm not going to do my Marshall Jefferson impersonation today, <laughs> but Marshall wanted to call a group. He said, if you're going to do a group, I want it to be called Intensity. He said, because the music we're going to do is going to be intense. And it's going." And I said, Marshall, I don't know. That sounds corny to me. Intensity, man, that, you know, uh, and I just said it. It, it just didn't, said it didn't, it didn't catch to me. And then... So he was like, intensity, man, intensity. And I said, I tell you what, let's take the I-N off of it and call it 10 City. And he said, what that mean? I say, so the number 10 uh, in sports, if you get a perfect score, it, uh, the, perf- the perfect place. So 10 symbolizes perfection and city. So 10 City is going to be a, a, utop- a utopian type of place where everybody comes together and dance and everybody's accepted and everybody love each other and we don't have all this uh, you know, strife and all this, this neighborhood don't like this neighborhood. This is a place for everybody. And so he said he liked that concept, and uh, we wrote with that. I, I love the concept because, again, our show, this edition, at least a Vintage House, is called Philosophical Grooves, and that's a incredibly philosophical perspective that you have about why Tin City is very relevant to the music and to the mood that you established with your music? Well, two things. Marshall, I mean, even when he did the record Move Your Body, we debated about that, and he said he was calling it the house music anthem. I said, that's a very bold statement, man. He said, no, this going to be one of the baddest. This going to stand the test. And I was like, wow, okay, call it that then. And he called it, and he claimed it. And, you know? and again, just going back, I got to stress this one more time. The NBA All-Star Weekend was here in Chicago, and the uh, NBA and TNT put together this incredible montage of some iconic figures of Chicago. And, of course, there was a music bed attached to it. And in that music bed was Marshall Jefferson's Move Your Body track. And 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 somebody just redid it. Somebody just redid it, and it's... Been like number one on all the different download sites, uh, Beatport, uh, Track Source. Uh, you know, out, it's been, it's somebody just redid Move Your Body and it's making noise all over again. So Marshall is, uh, he's doing all right. He's getting booked on a lot of big festivals now to DJ, like with a, a lot of the big name guys who are making that big money. And I know he just aligned himself with one of the, one of those big super agent guys that represents a lot of those guys and so Marshall's getting ready to do his thing all over again and his agent just contacted me uh about a month ago and they said they really would like to do a uh a 10 city project when I be up for it and I said of course I will be and so I actually have an offer that I'm waiting to see if the uh this one major label is supposed to they may present an offer so and 
we just kind of agreed to terms. It hasn't been signed, so maybe I'm being premature, but. Um, no, you're claiming it. You're claiming it. And I, I want to um, give a just a shout out and appreciation for the contributions of your your bandmates. Absolutely. Who, who couldn't be here with us tonight. Yeah. Um, Herb Lawson, the talented, uh, talented musician. He was actually supposed to come tonight and he said he had some uh, a personal incident happen that uh, didn't allow him to come. And uh, Mr. Byron Burke, who's. He's not really focusing on, on music and things. He has other other things he's focused on right now, but they're both very talented uh, individuals who contributed to the group 10 City. My, my quick 10 City story, I have a story for most of the guests that we have on the Herb Philosophical try to, Herb didn't try to slip your girl his number. Oh, uh, no, nah, nah, no, nothing like <laughs> okay, that. Okay, cool. No, I just trying no. to make sure. <laughs> this is one of those stories um, that has to do, there's two really, with your performances. Okay. One of them was at the New Music Seminar in the 90s. Yeah, I remember. The we costumes, I think it was, oh, man, the club escapes me. I, I, I am getting well, we had, old. Had it was club another World? birthday. Was it World a, or Palladium? It was Palladium? a big cavernous space. It wasn't Palladium. It might have been 10, World. 18. Or 1018. Okay. It, it could have been. I actually have one of the, the flyers for that show. But I have pictures, more importantly. Uh, and the costumes were pretty phenomenal um, from that show. Uh, and I, I complimented you guys after the show. I don't, I don't think you really knew me. I knew who you were. I uh, mean, everybody back, back in the house man. community knew each other. Come on, man. But... I knew it, you as, as Rick. I actually knew you as like that's Rick Lenoir's guy. So ah, and, thank you, Rick. No, me and Rick came. Me and Rick and Lenoir came Thanks. up together. That no, was I like know, my I know that he he did. I give him credit for getting us connected. Yeah. So I always saw you. I was like, that's Rick Lenoir guy. So that's that's my family. So that automatically makes you family. M Mirage Entertainment right. was uh, the camp that I was down with back right. back then. Rick, Larry right. Thompson. I went to high school with Larry. Gary Wallace, uh, Georgie like Porgy was with, with the camp Porgy. for a while. Terry Hunter, right? All, oh man, good days! I'm I'm having some great nostalgia here. But we also down the street there was a conversation that just started on Facebook today about a club called Kaboom, right. and a special night wow. called the Post Office, and you guys did an incredible performance. Like you guys, I think turn the post office upside down. Wow. Um, Maurice Joshua, uh, Gary Wallace, East Move. Wow, East Move. All those guys performed. So on that night at the post office was a special night because I was pitching Doc and the team of Ten City to ensure that I could be their publicist. Right? Because I... My claim wow. was to be the first house music publicist, and I, I represented many acts. And for a brief moment, well, I, I don't want to forget Tim Ralphie City. Rosario too. He was part of Ralphie Rosario yeah, was part yeah. of the post office, and uh, Connie Barvitziotis. Oh wow, yeah, Connie. Connie V and the Smash Records. Yeah. Uh, so on that night, I, I'm sure you remember signing this, right? To Mega, <laughs> um, keep in touch. Thanks for everything. Byron. Yeah. This is my... And I want to say... Uh, show and tell. Thanks for the pub, even again tonight. Thanks for everything. This DJ Slip Matt has been um, in the archives of um, the Dance Music Research and Archive Foundation on display at the Old Town 
School of Folk Music. Wow. Okay. And um, we're working on some other other things. But, um, yeah, it, it will. I probably got to frame it and do some other right. things to preserve this. Um, but thank you for this. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being a brother all these years. And, and so we've got also with us Dave Risque, and we are uh, interested in hearing about how Dave and Byron and Ten City are uh, involved today, <laughs> tomorrow. What's, right. what's, like, what's like, happening? What, what, did Byron lose his mind? <laughs> did Byron lose his mind? No, he did not. Dave is a staple. So I, I've um, known Dave Risque. I mean, when you grow up and you're a club head, I mean, going all the way back to the early 80s, I've known Dave from all the parties. You know, Dave's a talented artist in his own right. Absolutely. I've always respected him. And so, like, uh, as the years went on, uh, when we would do 10 City shows, Dave would join us on stage and things like that. And he's a he's always been an uh, unofficial member. Just like Gershon Jackson here, he's written uh on 10 city songs with me a lot of people don't know that and he's an unofficial member he's rap he doesn't tell people he was a rapper we had him he, we had him signed to atlantic records as as rapper dj sean what was your famous line uh, he used to say so, i pack a <laughs> i pack a i pack a mic by my waistline and we, i don't waste we, mine or something it's okay we have to claim our history our roots <laughs> But weren't you on a J.M. Silk uh, track, no. too? No, uh, that was you no. sneaking over there. So. <laughs> no. All right, man. No, no, no. no okay, I, I'm no, mistaken. No. I got to get my house I, history I did together. No, no. I actually, I did, I did some stuff with DJ International. And okay. All that, yeah, all that stuff. But, yeah, I was signed to, what was that, Atlantic Big B? Yeah, big yeah. Yep, we got we have some professional ties, Rejoice, me and, and Gershon. Yeah, on, on Atlantic, yeah, big beat. Uh, my Dave Risque story sours. Um, back in the age. Wait, wait, you said it correctly. Did he have a shirt on? Well, oh, of course. Now, I was. Those that don't. Sawyer's, man. No, <laughs> I'm on the west side, baby. No. It's Sawyer's. I got my. I got man. There's oh, some house house history man. that I I will not stumble. Kenwood, man, stop, man. Um, but yes, Dave Risque dancing on the speakers. That image is permanently emblazoned in in my mind. You need and some therapy, a, man. Um, that, that image on your mind, man. This dude, this dude, he is an icon in the history of house music. So we've got about five minutes left. We've got another uh, amazing song to share with you all. Uh, again, it's the eve of my birthday. And just an amazing, amazing <laughs> night, the reunion of Ten City and collaborators. And so we are going to free ourselves in a moment. Could you, could you play my song for your birthday? Just a little bit of it? Yeah, he could do that. That's fine. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Before you do that. Uh-oh. We, we got, you know, I have been a DJ okay. and requests. I'm yeah. getting requests here. Got to say this. Got to say this. Please. For people who don't know, I've known Kevin. Probably about 27, 28 years. At least, yes. 27, 20, and a whole nother, an entirely different life. <laughs> um, and so um, I just want to say, you know, it's all about giving people flowers while they're here. I think what you have done and continue to do for the culture support is other important. people, man. Yeah. I think that, um, and, and it does not go unnoticed. So, you know, I want to say, 
you know, much respect, man. Love you. We love you, man. Thank what you. I am doing. humbled and appreciate uh, that. You and I have shared. You probably don't remember some of this, but we have had some laughs. <laughs> We've shared a few tears. I, yes, but it's it, all. It, it's always been in the spirit of brotherhood, and I, I definitely. I know I speak for Byron and for Dave. You know that, and and the entire culture that. Yeah. Um, you are valued, man. Much Absolutely, respect and love, bro. Yeah. And I I appreciate that. Woo! I'm part of a team for this. Um, the whole team. The whole team. This. Uh, in endeavor and this uh, preservation of the culture. And so shout out to Lauren Lowry and to yes. Lori Branch, yes. uh, our media director, Chloe Forte, and then all of those, Louie and Ernest and all those who come week in and week out to all of the guests who have been on this show. Um, I, I pour my heart out. Uh, to all of you all, and I am thankful again uh, that my wife Karen allows me to do this. That's important. Um, so this is Lauren over here, right? That's what I thought because the camera's bigger than her. It's really her camera's bigger than her. And so we are um, uh, certainly uh, emancipated by this music. We let our hair down. We let our hearts and love flow. And this song, I don't, I've never heard it until this moment with you. It is called Be Free. Let's check it out. Listen to Vintage House on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. on WNUR 89.3 FM, WNUR.org, Facebook Live, and VintageHouseShow.com. Finders Plus Real Estate is a proud sponsor of Vintage House. Finders Plus, real estate advisors for professionals. Visit us at FindersPlus.com.